Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Changebook Radio Show with your host, work-life fit expert, Deb Crow. Join Deb every week as she interviews the co-authors from all over the globe. They'll share their insights into self-empowerment with their personal stories and real-life experiences that will help your own personal development and touch every area of your life. Join Deb every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Well, good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. This is Deb Crow, your host of the Changebook Radio Show. It's Wednesday, November 15th, 2017. And I'm excited today is a complete understatement because I have the founders of the Changebook series with me live tonight. So let me tell you a little bit about Jim Britt and Jim Lutz before we bring them on live. So Jim Britt is the author of numerous best-selling books and programs. Some of his many titles include Entrepreneurs Do This, Get Rich for Network Marketers, Unleashing Your Authentic Power, The Power of Letting Go, and Cracking the Rich Code. Jim is an internationally recognized business leader who is highly sought after as a keynote speaker for all audience. Jim was recently named one of the top 20 living success coaches and has presented with the best of the best award out of the top 100 contributors of all time to the direct selling industry. Same Jim Lutz, a top performer in your company, has attended one or more of his dynamic trainings over the last few years. Having taught his branded form of human performance since the early 1990s, Jim has accelerated top-level entrepreneurs throughout his career by conducting trainings on personal growth and subconscious programming to worldwide markets. So, Jim and Jim, welcome to the Changebook Radio Show. Thank you, Deb. It's a pleasure to be here. Can you believe that this show is two years old this month already? I'm, I'm kind of in awe because we started the first show with both of you, and we fast-forward, and it's our second anniversary. So happy anniversary to our wonderful Changebook Radio Show. Well, thank you. I have a burning question, and I know a lot of the co-authors have asked me this, so I'm happy to ask you both this question. With over 200 authors now, we all want to know where this conversation derived from. Was it on a telephone call? Were you sitting in a diner having a cup of coffee? Was it written on a napkin? Could you both share with us and our listeners and the 200-plus co-authors, where did the vision for the Change Book series come from? Well, I'll go first. Uh, Jim Lutz here. Uh, you know, thank you to have you doing a tremendous, uh, tremendous, impeccable job on hosting the fast-growing radio show across the world. So I want to give uh, kudos to you and, 
And it really came from us being in the personal development seminar industry, of which we've known each other for 15, 16 years. And we kept having people come up to us uh, in, you know, in, at our individual events and at our events that we were doing together. And there were coaches, speakers, trainers, authors, entrepreneurs. And they kept asking us, how did we build our companies? Uh, how did you guys do it? Uh, in this space, in this environment, uh, in this landscape, how did you do it? Uh, how did Jim Britt put over a million people through events and myself a quarter million uh, paid attendees? How did you guys, you know, make so much money doing this in this industry? Because what they're really saying is that they are, uh, they're struggling and they're having a, uh, you know, a challenge with not their skill sets necessarily, but their marketing, uh, their exposure, their branding. And they get sucked into things that are, you know, just simply not effective. And then time, you know, waits for no one. So they, you know, they, they eat up six months a year or, God forbid, two years, or even they quit uh, their chosen path. And so we put together the Change Book series as uh, a catalyst, a uh, well-architected PR marketing and branding strategy to help these people. And we thought we'd couple it with uh, not only the Change Book, but, as you know, uh, the marketing training, the mentoring uh, indefinitely from Jim Britt and myself, uh, as well as the collective community that allows leverage or collaboration. And we discovered very quickly that a lot of these concepts that build million-dollar-plus enterprises are very foreign, uh, foreign to startup or new entrepreneurs in the uh, in the aforementioned industries. So, we wanted to do something for you know the right people at the right time for the right reasons, and uh, you know the success of the book series, the radio show, and the community in over 26 countries now uh, has shown that we have co-authors that have produced uh, close to a million dollars in new revenue. We have co-authors that uh, that um, have produced hundred thousand dollar additional revenues, and you know, and 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 below, uh, depending on what they wanted to do and and how diversified they wanted to be. So it really was just born out of a of a deficit uh, in the industry as a whole. Yeah, and I think for me, um, you know, when I look back on my career, which is over forty years now, uh, one of the things that really um, helped to to launch my career was was uh, collaborative books that I was involved in uh in the early early days from you know uh, uh Jim Rohn, Dr. Dennis Waitley and and various people that I had uh, worked with over the years and you know it it uh, connected me to people that I would never been connected with before that I met through that um you know like the Nightingale Conat Corporation and Earl Nightingale and Og Mandino and some of the greats uh, that I've done seminars with I just started thinking that uh, wow, that's that's really uh, that really is what helped to shape my career. So I was, you know, when we started talking about it, I was I was all for it. So uh, and I'm blown away with uh, now that we're approaching 300 co-authors in, in 26 countries. So it's pretty amazing what's happened over the last couple of years. It is, and I wanted to tell you both. It's such an honor and a privilege for me to do the radio show every week because, number one, I'm in a different geographical region, but I take something away in addition to reading the chapters from the co-authors. So I see the commonality, and as as Jim Lute said, there is a deficit, even though, you know, there seems to be a different coach or a different speaker or a different trainer every time you turn around looking on any type of social media so my question is, can you talk about the vision, how you reiterate to us through your amazing mentoring, monthly training calls, 
it's all well and good to be independent and confident, but you've taught us that the true power of growth and success for any entrepreneur is the power of collaboration. And could you both just add a little nugget of wisdom, because I, I know we often get it, but I'd like our listeners to just tap into a bit of what you share and give us on a constant basis with regards to collaborating. Sure. Um, well, uh, it falls under another term called leverage. Uh, if you're going to be the only person building your business, then the road will be a lot longer and more difficult because no matter how motivated you are, uh, you can't work 25 hours in a day, uh, no matter who you are. So leverage allows you the ability to expand locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally, should you wish to do so, uh, uh, simultaneously. The other thing that it allows you to do is called accumulating market impressions. So say I did a webinar with three other people in three other countries. Uh, they all have 5,000 uh, audience count on social media and off, and say I had the same. Well, that's 15,000 market impressions for free that I got. That is huge uh, for your business. But what do we do as startup entrepreneurs? Uh, I see people just posting on Facebook, unaware of the algorithms that they think if they have 3,000 people on Facebook, 3,000 people are going to see their post. Uh, that's not true because you're not seeing all 3,000 people's posts every single day either. So you have a restricted algorithm on there. When you are collaborating with other people, you have what's called a warm market perpetuation of your own business and brand. So if I was collaborating with you, Deb Crow, that means my audience would see that as a recommendation of you from me. So you're bridging that, um, that talking to an unfamiliar person or an unfamiliar ear or a stranger, you're bridging that with uh, somebody that knows that audience or at least has accumulated them online or on a mailing list or in person at their events or their clientele as well. So you're allowing yourself to leverage in what I call fold time, which means you're going to get to the same level of success in a year that would take you two to three to four years uh, attempting to do it alone. You're also gaining, what, international presence, which allows the audience and your audience to see you as an international figure because with technology these days, uh, you're able to do international events. Uh, now, Jim and I have traveled all over the world doing our seminars, and we still continue to do that because we like doing that. But it allows you to accelerate that international presence and to validate it uh, by leveraging. So I think in closing my part here, Deb, that the challenge is getting people to, to get up and do uh, those things that are in their own best interest. Uh, it's because uh, they may not see the outcome. Uh, until later, we're so instant gratification that we want to we want to get five likes on Facebook before we gain an international presence in London or in Australia. Well, the, your business takes time, and it's a seed. It has to grow root systems and then sprout, and then it reaches for the stars. So, collaboration is the acre of diamonds. It's the secret weapon, if you will, in building and scaling a business very quickly. Yeah, and you know our book series is just kind of the catalyst that uh, that makes all of this happen. Uh, it's not a not a normal book, uh, but it's the community and all the other things that we bring along with it. And you know, you can write an article, and I've written you know hundreds of articles for magazines, but in 30 days, that's gone and it's on you know in the trash or on somebody's shelf somewhere, and and the exposure is over. But if you put a you know a 3,000 word chapter in a book like this, just to give you one example, 
uh, I did uh, I did a, or contributed to a collaborative book audio series. Um, uh, you know, I had a chapter in it basically, but he recorded it, so it was both book and audio for T. Harvecker, which is a you know big seminar company uh, out of Vancouver. And this was eight, 18 or 19 years ago, and I think it was last year I uh, I booked a an event in the Philippines for 6,000 people, and that was out of that that booking came out of that book that's 18 or 19 years old. So uh, my point is is that uh, the the marketing impressions that you get is far reaching. You know, it goes all over the world, but it's also around for decades to come and all you have to do is write it one time so you've got like an article in a book that just keeps getting circulated and giving you exposure well and i'm glad that you brought up that point jim because it's how i feel when you approach me in book five i'm one of 20 so like jim lutz just said I'm already connected with the other 19 authors. I just, I think it's a a brilliant business model and you know how happy I am. I could, I I think I'm the change book cheerleader, but we'll, we'll save that for another interview. I want to, I want to shift gears for a minute because Jim, Britt, I know that you have written a book on the power of letting go and it seems to be, a consistent repetitive behavior that we just see in mankind, regardless of their chosen profession. And I would love for you just to share a couple of strategies that you've wrote about in the book. I know that you've talked to lots and lots of people when you've done keynote speaking, but what are a couple of tidbits to help people that are feeling stuck or not feeling like they're a good coach or just the whole element of, of letting go. What 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 two strategies could you share tonight on the Changebook Radio Show? Well, you know, I um, I discovered this in my own life uh, over well over thirty years, almost thirty five years ago now. Um, you know, I was I considered myself back then a motivational speaker, and if I got a standing ovation, I thought I did a great job, and then. I suddenly discovered in my own life that I wasn't as happy as what I thought I was, and I was, I'd gone through a divorce. My two children lived in another part of the country, and and uh, I I just thought, you know, I can't teach this anymore if, if if it's not working for me. And so over the next couple of weeks, I kind of I kind of uh, gave up, so to speak, or surrendered, and just said, I'm not doing this anymore. And then all of these ideas started coming to me about. You know, it's not really about people needing motivation, and I hear it all the time. What do you do to stay motivated? And the simple answer I give them is you don't go down there. I've been there, and there's nothing there. So there's no reason to go where you're demotivated. What pulls us back is the programming that we have. You know, we're programmed to do certain things, and we we become literally addicted to these programs. And their belief systems that we have, maybe it's from childhood, maybe it's from abuse, maybe it's from a failure at business, you know, it, it could be anything where we're re- repeating these cycles over and over and over. And and we will do we will do almost anything, go to any extreme to prove to ourselves and the outside world that what we believe is true, even if it's hurting us. So it's a cycle that we get in uh, from experience to thinking to believing to 
um, behaviors, and it takes us through this cycle, and we just keep repeating the same results over and over and over. Um, so what I discovered was your ability to disconnect and let go of the things that's holding you back, you're going to get much further ahead, and you put yourself into what I call a resourceful state where where all things happen. It puts you back in the moment where the action takes place instead of being buried in um, – you know, in in conflict uh, that happened in the past that have have no bearing on the on the present, but somehow we feel like if we hang on to this stuff, it's going to help us. But it doesn't. It attracts more of the same. So it's like if I pick up a book laying on my desk here uh, and hold that book, so I'm attached to it. But it doesn't mean I have to remain my, uh, attached to it for the rest of my life. I don't have to tuck it under my arm and carry it with me for the rest of my life. I can lay it down, and the same thing can happen to uh, emotional upsets and conflicts that we have because all conflict is self-conflict, and we're the ones in control of it. We can choose to be in conflict with other people or other things or our own emotions uh, and feelings, or we can choose not to. And so uh, there's power in that. Once you've decided what it is that you want in your life, now you can decide because every action you're going to take from that point forward is going to move you closer to what you want or further away from it. And success at anything is that simple. So if you give attention to the things that take you in the direction you want to go, you're going to get there. If you give attention to the things that's holding you back, then you're going to stay there. So it's really uh, uh, letting go is a choice. And, you know, in my, my programs, I, I go through multiple ways that you can you can let go in multiple ways that we hang on, but that's just some simple ideas about uh, the power of letting go. Well, on that note, I have nothing to add because you always you always seem to have some great strategies for letting go, and it, it always interests me that us humans have a problem with that on on different levels and at different times in our life. So, Mr. Lutz. I have a burning question for you. You have taught us about the two-book strategy. I have other co-authors be interviewed and say that you make communication look easy. So my question to you is, you can walk and talk and be present with anyone in open conversation. So... Let the listeners know, and our almost 300 co-authors know how easy it is and how effortless you do it, and what is your mindset when you're approaching a stranger, whether you have two books in your hand or you talk to a lot of homeless people too, which I think is beautiful. What's, what is in your mindset when you leave your, your condo in San Diego and you set out to meet new people? Sure. Well, first of all, it, doesn't, it, it may not be easy. It may be extremely difficult. Uh, if you were to go take a yoga class and having never done it before or, or martial arts, who said it's going to be easy? Uh, however, uh, gaining that flexibility will make you a black belt or will make you a, uh, a great yoga student. So uh, if, if people are going to consistently want to operate within their comfort zones, they're going to, they're going to uh, significantly stagnate their income and the growth of their business. Uh, owning a business is uncomfortable. Let's just get that out of the way. Uh, it's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to work weekends, evenings. Uh, you're going to talk to people. You're going to have to do things that are uncomfortable. People want to just do things that are comfortable. Well, guess what? Your competition is not going to do that, and you're never going to grow as an individual. So 
talking to people is practice. That's it. I remember when I did my first uh, seminar, I was throwing up in the parking lot, hyperventilating. So what? I had to get in there and make myself do something that I was extremely uncomfortable if I wanted my career to grow. So there's no way I would have been a seminar speaker without speaking in front of people, regardless of the emotion that I felt at that point. So if you want to make a little bit of money in business, then you study your market. If you want to make a little bit of money in your business, then you study your programs. And if you want to make a fortune in your business, then you study people. Uh, because everything you want has to come from somebody else, power, higher power removed. So communication is the social lubricant that allows you to do that. So when I'm out, I'm increasing my communication skills, whether that be somebody that's homeless, whether that be the CEO of a company, no matter who it is, it becomes easier and easier and easier to do that because you understand that, that people want to communicate. They're not sitting over in a corner booth somewhere. I don't walk over and talk to them. But most people want to communicate. So one of the easiest ways to do it is to not get caught up in your head with what you're supposed to say. It doesn't matter what you say. As long as it's not offensive, it makes no difference. So I live in a metropolitan downtown area. So I can go out. I was out last night for a little bit having a bite to eat, and, and – uh, People go, wow, what do you, how do you break the ice with people? I said to this couple, I go, do you guys live down here? That was it. And they said, no, actually, we're from Portland. Oh, you're from Portland. Wow, it's kind of getting cool up there. And then you just start the conversation. What do they do, et cetera. Uh, another way to start the conversation is to compliment somebody on something that they have, their watch or their jacket or their, you know, what kind of, what kind of beer is that? What kind of wine are you drinking? Well, it makes no difference. Uh, we get in our own way by paralyzing, becoming paralyzed on what do I say, which conversely is what are they going to think. What they're going to think is you're a really nice person. That's what they're going to think uh, because you're communicating with them and, and you are a nice person. So it makes no difference. Once you strike up the conversation, I'll give you another example. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago I was out and I was talking to a couple, and they are from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And so what did I say to them? I said, uh, wow, that's a nice accent. Where are you guys from? We said, we sat and talked for an hour. That was what I said to them. Well, guess what? They're two attorneys. They have a very successful law practice in Rio. And by the end of the conversation, they gave me their card and said, we have a six-bedroom house on the beach in Rio. Anytime you come down, all you need to do is buy a plane ticket. You can stay at our house, and I'll show you around Rio. It is the ability to communicate, not hide behind a, uh, you know, a screen constantly. Now, I use social media all over the place. However, it's the ability to communicate with an individual. So we developed the two-book strategy so that the icebreaking would come your direction, which simply is taking two of the books, the same books, and when you go out, don't sit over in a corner by yourself. You're out to what? To network, to meet people. Set the books down to where they can see them. Uh, if they can't see them, then move them around until they can. Drop one on the floor. I don't care. Put them, put them there to where they can see them. Somebody invariably will ask, what are those two books? It's strange that somebody carries two of the same beautiful books around where they're at. And then you just say, oh, this is the fastest growing personal development book series in the world, and I'm a co-author in it. So I think a lot of times then what happens is people are caught off guard because they haven't really practiced what to say. Uh, when they're out. I mean, they've memorized a lot of things in their life, but they won't memorize their own business. So you'll see people in as a life coach or a speaker or a trainer, uh, somebody will say, well, what do you do? Well, I'm uh, 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 man, they should have that down to what they do because it is that confidence and that sense of assuredness that needs to be developed. And the way you develop that is being confident and assured about what you're going to say if somebody asks you 
you know, what you do. Outside of that, you don't have an agenda other than to make a new friend, and that's it. So what I do in my phone when I'm meeting people, because I can't remember, I meet so many people that I put them under N for networking with the word networking. I have hundreds in my phone just from the last year to 18 months that are under the, uh, the keyword networking in my phone. So I have an online audience, an offline audience, uh, but I'm always building relationships, you know, when I'm out and what I'm about. And, if you, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a tennis match, it's a beach, soccer game, a bar, a restaurant, uh, you know, a yoga class. It makes no difference. Uh, you know, you don't want to be the, the secret agent. I don't know what secret agents get paid, but I don't know. I never. I don't want to be a secret agent to where nobody knows who I am. So you go out and you practice, and then you don't understand that I don't want to do this. Well, that's okay. Um, you get used to doing things that you don't want to do until they become easy, and then it becomes pride. And now you're proud of yourself because people that know me personally, and I'll say the same for Jim as well, um, you could take this anywhere and say, you know, go meet that person, no problem. Were we always able to do that? Probably not. Uh, but certainly now it, it's very easy and very fluid to do that. And you have to realize most people want to meet people. Uh, they wouldn't be out, you know, if they don't want to meet people. If they didn't like people, they wouldn't be where people are. <laughs> so, Jim, I think you made you a, know, a key point with that, too, is that don't you don't want to have an agenda. You're just out to meet people, let it go where it goes. And, um you know, that some people go out, well, I'm going to go out and make a sale. You know, just go out to meet people. It'll all unfold the way it's supposed to unfold. Well, and, and I got two really good key points out of that is it's not about likes and it's not about followers. For me, I'm like Jim Lutz and a little bit like you, Jim, and face-to-face communication, nothing will ever replace that for me because when I'm speaking with someone, I give them my undivided attention and I listen and I give them eye contact and I'm watching all their verbal expression and their nonverbal cues and I never have an agenda. And I think when you just give yourself as a person and really give them your presence and your awareness and that you're truly interested in what they have to say, I don't think we could give a better gift as a human being speaking to another human being other than that. So I agree with both of you. And a good example of that is on LinkedIn. Lots of people want to connect, but to me, I don't just connect with people. I send a little note and I let them know why. And then once they connect, I keep that conversation going because they could be in another country but what's the point of connecting if you're not going to build the relationship? So just some really good advice there. So I know that there's been some chatter and there's been one successful event in San Diego that you guys have ran. And I know there's another one on the docket for 2018. So would you share with the listeners about the vault and what it entails and where did that idea come from and maybe how the first one went and who attended? You guys, did you hear my question? Yeah, yeah, Jim, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. And so I'll go ahead and and, and go first on that. And uh, the event is called The Vault. And what Jim and I decided to do was to – we had requests that people wanted to have a more in-depth understanding of the human mind and the power of letting go and subconscious programming. And the ability to do that requires 
a certain amount of transparency on the attendee on the attendees' part and uh, vulnerability on their part as well. It's very difficult to do with an audience of a of a hundred to two hundred. It's, it's a much more difficult. So we started a very intimate grouping event uh, where we take eight people and we actually hold it in a vault uh, that's a, uh, a hotel that used to be a, a bank building in San Diego. So it's a very unique location. And we take those individuals, and those individuals attend the two-day program at uh, $5,000 each. Now, you know, if you look at unsuccessful people, they ask, what will it cost me? If you look at successful people, they say, what will it make me? So their return on investment is is huge. So what we do is we delve into the power of letting go and then couple that with subconscious reprogramming for two and a half days in San Diego. We've got another event that uh, we're waiting to calendar the specific date in 2018, but it's extremely limited. We sold out the first one in less than 30 days. We had people from the Philippines, from uh, all around Canada, the U S from South Africa there uh, that sold out and they were uh, quite amazed at the transformation and the progression that they made uh, in their own lives, you know, through the event. So we're happy to do that. Uh, It's a special event for special people that really see, you know, their own self-worth and where they want to catapult it and springboard it, uh, not only in the next month after attending, but for the rest of their lives. Jim Britt, did you want to add anything to the vault? Well, I think he uh, pretty much said it, but it's uh, it's a very uh, powerful event, um, you know, from the standpoint of, you know, the the power of letting go and the subconscious reprogramming really do go hand in hand because, you know, we've got, you know, our brains are kind of like uh, are kind of like Google, and um, you know, you Google making money and you have a billion sites pop up in point two three seconds. And you Google happiness, and you have you know another billion sites pop up, and and you know when we Google something, we usually look at the top ten, uh, you know, or the front page, and um, and it's kind of the same way with our brains when we when we Google something, when we decide we're going to do something, it checks in with our subconscious programming and what we the, what we have experience in that area. That's what pops up. So if we have experience that losing money in business uh, multiple times that's what's going to pop up when you decide to start a business so what we're what we're doing here in the vault is to helping to clean that slate um you know to let go of the things that are holding you back and keeping you stuck in place and then reprogramming uh to help you uh, to move forward with uh, more of what you want in your life so it's a great combination and it really is powerful we saw some just incredible uh, transformations because we could work almost like a one-on-one. I mean, just a small group. So it was almost like, you know, working with people individually. So pretty, pretty amazing event. Well, I'll look forward to the launch of the new one in 2018. And I guess my next question on behalf of all the co-authors is, what is your long-term vision for the Change Book series? Uh, we are almost finished to close off book 15, so we're going to hit that 300 co-author mark and hopefully add some more countries, sitting at 26 right now. Has this exceeded your initial vision when you both set out to 
as you said, kind of help a deficit in the industry? And what do you force, what do you think, where do you think it's going to keep going? Well, when we, when we started out, we, we actually started out to do one book and, and it went so well and so quickly that we said, well, let's go ahead and do two. And we did. And then uh, after the second one, I think we just, we just started, you know, adding and, and, and now our vision is just to keep doing that till we get a, you know, we get a thousand co-authors around the world and, and you know, a hundred books out there, two hundred books out there. So um, it just keeps growing and building. So we've, you know, we're on number fifteen now after two years, and uh, and still growing. So it's pretty exciting. And, and of course, the 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 further that that we reach around the world, the more and the more books that we publish, the more co-authors we have in there, uh, the larger the community, and the better it is for everybody. So we're pretty excited about it. I'm I'm actually kind of blown away with what's happened. Well, it's it's interesting for me hosting this radio show because I think that we are truly a diversified and eclectic group of people. We may all be under the common umbrella of being coaches and speakers and trainers, but I honestly feel that as a global community, Jim and Jim, that you're shifting a paradigm. I believe that innately we are all true change makers, whatever our craft may be, whatever profession we've decided to pursue as entrepreneurs. And I just want you to really feel the heartfelt gratitude that all of the authors share with me on the radio show in personal conversations of just how grateful they are that you have this vision and the unparalleled and limitless coaching that you give us and the marketing training. And there's just no one else out there doing what you've put together. So on behalf of all the co-authors, I personally want to thank you. Um, I want to thank you for trusting in my, my crazy vision two years ago for this radio show that has grown on blog talk radio and is now sitting on the iTunes platform. And we've had over 5,000 listeners that we've gathered globally, globally. So it's, it's like you both have said, um, something may start off small, but we planted a seed. And I just think that we've had exponential and explosive growth. And the beauty of it is uh, a culmination and a gathering of a beautiful group of people and, it just must be such a rewarding feeling for both of you. And I just hope you know how much you're appreciated and, and loved by this community. Well, thanks, Deb. Well, um, you know, we, we feel the same way, and, and it is about community. And it is about every community has a common thread, and the book series is that thread that, you know, that weaves its way through a, a global community. And, you know, it's our intention, our intention to interact and to mentor and train, the, you know, the best of our abilities with, 30 and 40 years of experience to everybody in the community. And, and to be perfectly transparent, uh, you know, sometimes I, I still see people out there trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together, and we're a phone call away. You know, we're an email away. And I see what their challenge is, and I have an answer for it. Uh, so, I, you know, at, sometimes people will uh, come into something like this, but not understand the depth and magnitude of what they really have from the collaboration to the marketing training, to the book, to the strategies, to the methods, to the mentorship. And that's all there. 
and unlike a booth at an event that's gone after a weekend, uh, this is immortal. Uh, it goes on forever. It has a, uh, an indefinite lifespan of its own. But when you really look at Deb, for instance, you know, you're one of my best friends now. Uh, we met through the book series. Um, I've got friends all over the world through the book series. You, you, that's incalculable. It's not just about the money, um, you know, that, that you can make by collaborating. It's about these relationships and friendships and places and people that you meet uh, through being part of this community. And that's something that you carry with you, you know, for a lifetime. Well, I, I joke many times on the show because I have all of the books. I'm just waiting for book 14 to be sent. And I've read the chapters, and I always reread them. And like you always teach us, there's always another nugget when you revisit something because you're approaching it with a different set of eyes, a different mindset. Uh, a layer of time has passed. So I just want you to know that uh, it's it's truly, for me personally, um, an honor to be behind with you. I love doing the show. I love talking to all the co-authors. I joke and tell them that Jim Lutz tells me I'll never have to rent a hotel room because like your extension from your new friends in Brazil, after the show, I'm always offered that. If you're ever in Nashville, if you're ever in L.A., if you're ever in Greece. And to me, I know I'm doing a good job when I've extended my heartfelt gratitude and awareness and presence and the love and passion that I have for this book series and the community, and someone invites you into their home, I just don't think that life gets any better than that. And Jim Britt, you, you hit a happy one for me tonight when you said you realized in your career that you were traveling and speaking, but you weren't really happy. And I just want to kind of sum up our interview by saying, once you find your passion and you're doing it and you're happy, you constantly tell us that. And you have to be grateful to have that skill set. So I wanted to ask you both, what's one thing that you practice daily that makes you happy and that you have 100% gratitude for? Well, for for me, Deb, um, it is that ability to uh, to let go, and I just don't let too many things bother me, and 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 not for very long if they do. And uh, you know, it doesn't mean that you don't have feelings. It doesn't mean that you don't have conflicts and 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 uh, you know challenges going on in your life. Uh, we all do. If if we don't have that, we probably don't have a pulse. So, um, but. Uh, it's it's how you handle those. So for me, uh, when something when something pops up, I ask myself, you know, is this something that that I have any control over? And if it's not, I, that's it for me. I don't I don't give it any energy. If I if I can't do anything about it, I let it go. Now, if I can do something about it, then I let go and take action. Um, and that's just uh, the way I live my life. Uh, it just Things that bother other people just goes goes right over my head. I'm not interested in attaching myself to that because, you know, you wherever your energy goes is what you're going to create. So if you get caught up in other people's dramas or your own dramas or, you know, lack of success or whatever it might be, you get caught up in that and you're burning your energy. You're burning your creativity and, and the results that you can produce. So uh, for me, that's, that's it, um, that ability to to disconnect and not give energy to the things that's not moving me in the direction I want to go. 
Mr. Lutz, how about you? Well, you know, as we as we uh, move through the different phases of life and, and experiences, uh, I think that I personally have gained a certain amount of expertise in an area to where I ultimately it culminates in me being my own project, right? Because you know, you really don't know uh, what challenges life is going to hand you, and there's a certain amount of preparedness uh, that if you're constantly in the self-improvement industry, uh, you know, a, a, a product of your own product and a product of other people's products, then you're in a state of preparation uh, when those curves hit you as well. And so we're all going to deal with different circumstances, and we, you know, once you have the ability to deal with those, uh, then a couple things happen. You, you retain the joy of that moment. You retain the joy of that day, and and, uh, and that transcends into into a lifetime as well. And I, I really get a joy out of watching people grow and expand. Uh, but they have to be willing to do that. Uh, you know, they have to have that ability or that willingness uh, to to learn how to do that. And when they do, you're growing as a person. And there's two ways to do that: your experience. And then through application of certain strategies and and things you'll learn throughout life through mentors and people that teach you and and that's really what life is because that becomes a legacy in it by itself outside of any business or anything that you can hold on to people so you know, or pass on to people excuse me so you have um you know you just have that ability to appreciate your own abilities and that's especially a life coach you know and those individuals Deb and Jim as you know um, life experience many times is 20 to 30 to 50 to 100 times more valuable than what somebody could learn in a course uh, because there's empathy and compassion and experience and the ability to overcome and traverse those, you know, those obstacles that they can teach other people. And I believe that, you know, while coursework can do certain things, life work can do miraculous. Well, I fully agree, and, and initials after your name aren't going to enhance or give you soft skills, so good point. Well, I want to thank you guys. I appreciate you coming on the show. It's our second year anniversary of the Changebook Radio Show, and just please know, I know I tell you this over and over again, but I'm not one to take things for granted. It is an honor to be your colleague and be in this beautiful book series happy to be in both book five and book 12 and just a privilege to have your friendship and i just want to thank you and i just we're just going to keep growing and being the number one personal development book series and i'm going to keep plugging away on the radio show and interviewing amazing co-authors and let's just keep taking it to the next level shall we Let's do that. And if anybody out there that's listening that's a a coach, speaker, author, entrepreneur that would uh, like to join us in this community, uh, get back in touch with Deb and we'd love to uh, chat with you about it. Well, thanks again, and you guys have a great night and sending you lots of love from Chile, Canada. Thanks, All right. Thank you, Deb. Thank you, Deb. My pleasure. So just an awesome evening to interview the founders of the Change Book Series, Jim Britt and Jim Lutz. And I'm always intrigued with the vision that they had for the book series, and they thought they'd do one book and then two books. 
and now we're closing off on book 15. And just to reiterate a couple of key points, there is a deficit in the community, uh, regardless of what profession you're in. And I think we always can benefit from the words of Jim Britt in the power of letting go. And if something's bothering you and just to take that time to pause and reflect, and if it doesn't serve you, then don't give it any energy so that you can move forward in your life and not devote any emotional energy or intelligence. And if you're interested in joining the Change Book series, you can get in contact with me, Deb at Deb Crow. Crow has an e on the end.com, or you can email us directly at join the change book series at gmail.com. So thank you so much for your time and for tuning in to the Change Book Radio Show. This is Deb Crow, your host, and I'd be delighted if you would go and check out my new website, debcrow.com. It was launched last week, and I'm just really, really proud of the rebranding. And I'm working with one of our co-authors now for an exciting sponsorship program for the show because our, our listeners are increasing and our demographic is increasing and six countries and growing. So think about joining us. We all have a story to tell and maybe you should chart, start yours with one chapter at a time. So have a great week, everybody. I'll be back here next week. This is Deb Crow of the Changebook Radio Show. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.